Benjamin for the the shift for 20 minutes. I can't take your post. Only 20 minutes. Thank you so much, Papa. It is only you that can do this. Yeah. So that the little that God has put in us, we also share. We thank the Lord. Papa, thank you. And then the women executives. Thank you so, so much. It is a privilege for me to stand here and share the word of God with everyone. Shall we close our eyes? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you. May it not be me. Holy Spirit, speak through me. As your word is coming, let every heart be broken. Receive the word. Be the doers. Not just the listeners or spectators. May we put it in our life. And may we, may we experience the fruitness of it. Your word says that your word comes and you do not take it away until it has accomplished its purpose. May its purpose be accomplished in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It is not easy. <laughs> it is not easy. But the Lord is with us. Amen. The theme for the Mother's Day is Woman of God Arise. And today, the arising is amazing. See, we have do it unveiled. That is one of the arising. Our vice chairperson, Sister Grace, did a marvelous job. If we didn't know who women were, now we know. See, the funny thing is, the world is trying to explain woman in a new way. But today, the fact that we find ourselves in the house of the Lord, he has explained, reiterated, that let the world say, the world say what they think woman is. But for you under my feet, that is who you are. Amen. This will never be revealed to us if we were in the homes, if we were outside here. But because we find ourselves here, the revelation has come. And it is just an ins- just, uh, 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 I don't know how to put it. That this, you are a woman of God. You are a woman. It is just to put more vim in it. That's how I put it. Put more vim in it to let you know. See, I'm a bit of a, a tomboy. So when I use the pigeon and all that, I just take it like that. All right. Our theme was taken from the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. And if, yes, thank you. He says, so they told Mordecai Esther's words. This, is, this all happened when the plans of Haman was unveiled and the Jews were the Jews were like, they've had it. And they were all lamented. There was a lot of mourning. Mordecai decided to strip his robe, tear it apart, put on sackcloth, put on ashes, and was the, there was a great mourning. Why? Because one man has 
manipulated his own way to get the Jews killed. So when he came into the attention of Mordecai, his actions were that. And it so happened that there was one Jew in the house of the king who happens to be the queen. But for some reason, she seemed oblivious of what was going on. So Mordecai, not hearing from her, she said, I have to talk to Esther. She sent a message to Esther and told her. He says, so they told Mordecai Esther's word. After Mordecai has told Esther that this is what has come out, that the king says that on this date, on this festival, all the Jews have to be killed. And Mordecai told them to answer to Esther. Can you please start from verse 12? Oh, a bit far, because I just want us to stress on when Mordecai sent the first message. If you can go to verse 10, please. Okay. So, when Mordecai sent the message, and then Esther came back, sent the message back with the messenger and told him that I have heard your word. I have heard your word. But when Esther look around her and she sees her limitations, the limitations around her, I am only a queen. I cannot go to this king and tell her anything if he has not summoned me. How am I supposed to do this? There are two options. I will be killed or I don't see the king at all. That means our problem will still be there. Because he has not summoned you, you cannot go in front of the king. But the options that he had was that either he waits to the day for them to be killed or he master up and go to the king. But Esther was afraid. So he sent a message back to Mordecai and told him that you know the rules of this place. I can't go to the king if he hasn't called me. How am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to do this? Esther looked around her. If I go to the king, the ultimate is that I will die. Or he will not even recognize me. He will not even notice me. Because it's not my time to come. Or that I may lose my royalty in this house, in this uh, palace. He looked around. What are we looking around in this day and night? What are our limitations? Why are we not standing up for God? Why are things, are we looking at things going the way they are going? Look around us. Things are getting harder. harder. Nothing is becoming easy anymore. So Mordecai sent the message back to her and said, Then please can you go to the tour for me? Thank you. No, the, the, the full one, 12 to 14. Okay. 
So they told Mordecai Esther's word. And Mordecai told them to answer to Esther. Do not think your heart, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. So you think you are the queen, so nothing can befall you, eh? If it falls, you are a Jew. You will fall with us. So don't think that your position as a royal differentiates you from the other Jews. If you will become a royal because your identity was hidden. You were Hadassah. Now you are Esther. You have migrated. You have moved. Because God has a purpose for you. So he changed your name from Hadassah to Esther. And he placed you in the palace. And you think that this problem has come. And because you have been uh, uh, unveiled like a butterfly, nothing can touch you. No. Don't think you can escape. Don't think you can escape. For if you remain completely silent at this time, at this time of need, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. See, Mordecai had a belief that if Esther failed to act, God will provide. There will be help from somewhere. But Esther did not see it like that. And when Mordecai stressed that if you think you will escape, we will escape, but you will be found out and you shall perish with your household. See, the, the, the whole thing that Esther thought she had a choice not to even partake in this uh, problem at all. Not even take part. Be a solution to the problem. But when Mordecai's words came to her the second time, she realized that actually I got no choice. If I don't do it, I will perish. If I do it, there is a possibility of perishing. I could die. If I don't do it, I will be killed. And if I do it, I, will, I could be killed. So if I am going to die anyway, then I must as well die fighting. Because there was no choice, she rested on fighting. It is my prayer. There is no choice nowadays. Our children in schools are being taught things that you won't teach them at home. Things that you think they are not up to, 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 to learn. They are being taught. So we don't have a choice to sit and be quiet. We don't have a choice to just keep quiet. No. We need to arise. Arise, women of God. Things are getting out of hands. And when Esther arose, Lord, the God came in and he took over. God came in and he took over. He gave them instructions and what he, she was also going to do. So God listened to Esther's prayer. And she had a chance. When there was no chance, doors opened for her. 
And the king was even surprised that she had the opportunity to meet a beautiful wife at that time when she wasn't, he wasn't expecting. See? When we look around us, if you remember Peter walking on the sea, when his focus was on God, he was able to walk on the sea. But the moment he started, hey, is this me, Peter, walking on the sea? Hey, this storm will not just knock me down, then he started sinking. May our focus be on God. May our focus be on God. The book of Chronicles says in chapter 12, verse 32. Chronicles 12, 32. For the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200, 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Do we know what time it is? Ask your neighbor. Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? It is not sleeping time. It is not eating time. It is not partying time. If you are a mother, under the sound of my voice, it is not. If you are a parent, I won't just give it to mothers. I'll give it to parents. If you are a man, a father, a mother, a caretaker, a foster parent, not only biological, but anyone who has a child under him, whether in school, whether at home, in the church or Sunday school, know that this is not the time to keep silent. This is not the time to keep silent. I pray that we will not just know what time it is, but God will empower us to know what we have to do. God will empower us to know how we have to go about it. Let me just remind us of what time it is in the church. What time is it in the church? In our global crossfire here. What is the time in global crossfire now? Arise and build. Arise let us get our place of worship. That is the time. Our place of worship. That is our time. Miraculous visitation of God. Miracles. That will pull crowd. Many of us have got spiritual giftings and we are just sitting there because we are not rising up. To take up what is for us. God, I know there are people here who can prophesy. There are people here who can speak and interpret, interpret tongues. There are people here who have the gift of healing. These are the things that we know we need. But because we are so reluctant. I once um, had a, a, there's a, a, a nurse friend. And I just uh, said, oh. Sam, when are you coming to 
when will you be available to visit at our church? Do you know what he told me? Hey, I've been going to church in Ghana and I, I prayed for God to open way for me to come and work and get money here. I should be coming to church here. What about why I came here? I just looked at him and I said, seek ye the kingdom of God first and all other things shall be added unto you. Some of us, our mentality is I came to England to work for money. I don't have time to be going to church. If you go, it's in a collection, they will take. See, this is the only church that they don't bother people with collection. Other churches, hey, in Ghana, we call it Kofiniyama, Tuesday born, Wednesday born. There are three, three offerings you can give at church. But here, the basket goes round. If you have a coin, put it in. But you see the mind of that man? I have gone to church in Ghana. God has opened way for him. He has come to England. His mentality is to come and work and get money. The funny thing is, they build the houses back in Ghana and they don't even enjoy it. So why are you wasting time like that? Spiritual giftings are embedded in each and every one of us. If only we can just rise up, pray fast. God, tell me what, let me know what you have put in me. So that I can use to support your church. If it is a gift of giving, give. That is what you are called for. If it is a gift of uh, uh, intercession, intercede for the church. Intercede for the people in the church. That is your work. Don't sleep on it. If you keep silent, Mordecai said help will come from somewhere. Help will come from somewhere. Arise. We don't have the time to be sleeping. The days are no good days. The days are no good days. Things are happening. Outside the church, the economy is becoming so hard. You cannot even live on two jobs. People will work back to back. People go for eight hours, come back home, rest for two hours, and go for night shift. How? Why should life be like that? But the situation we find ourselves in, economies are collapsing, prices of commodities are going up. So things are becoming so difficult that if you don't take up more jobs, you can't survive. You can't survive. Is it by our, our power? Can we do it? Can we work back to back like that forever? No. The problem will still be there. And it is going to get worse. Because we are in the evil day. Seriously. Seriously. When I look at our, my children, I just say, God, what would their future be like when I'm gone? What would their future? Things that were frowned on. Things that were frowned on are now seen as okay. They are now seen as okay. Spiritualism, occultism, satanism is being advertised by celebrities. On social media. And those, unfortunately, those are the places our children go to look and they find themselves listening. We are in the evil days. We don't have time to be sleeping around. No. 
if you are a mother, a father, if you intend, if you don't even have a child and you intend to have a child, God bless you, you have it. But you don't have time to sleep. We are not in good days. We are not in good days. May God empower us to arise. Stand up. Pray for our children. Pray for our marriages. Pray for our church. We can't keep quiet anymore. We can't. See, the funny thing is, one musician in UK here, when he started, he was seen, when he started singing, he came out as a male, full male. Oh, we all love these songs. When he started getting the fame, he said, oh no, I've got a female in me. I'm not speaking against, I'm not a homophobic. Whatever you decide to do with your life, it's you. Me, my problem is the confusion. Confusion that is being forced onto our young ones. I am not a male anymore. I am a female. And then, when he got awards, he said, okay, now I don't want to be a male or a female. Call me they, they, whatever. Whatever, binary, whatever they call it. And he has managed. You know, first when they were giving awards, it's best female artist of the year, best male artist of the year. He won the best male artist of the year when he came out with his album. Then, a few years, he said, I'm not a male, I'm a female. Now he says, no, call me day, there, whatever. So because of him, because of him, Status quo has been changed in the UK. Now, when there is music award, there is no more a male artist of the year or female artist of the year. It's artist of the year. During Mother's Day, during a women, World Women's Day, I'm just letting you know what is happening around you that you are sitting down. Because if you, if you are abreast with them, you will know that you are not in good times. You are in evil days. Days that are being consumed by satanism. Broadcasted life for children to listen. A musician will sing and say, oh, you people here are going with me to hell. In his whatever lyrics that he's written, it is clearly stated. And when he came out on stage like that, those who, you know the spirit of God never could, doesn't click with evil. They left the concert. But this is what I'm saying. We are, not in evil, we are not in good days. So my prayer is that. May God let us know what time we are in. May he empower us to stand up. Stand up for our children. Stand up for our marriages. Our, the economy that is collapsing. May he help us to stand up. It is not good news. When you come to the book of First Samuel chapter 25, verse 17 to 18. First Samuel 25, 17 to 18. Please.
No. I don't think that is that one. I don't think that is that one. Sorry. But I'm, I'm trying to bring the story of Abigail to our understanding. See, when, when Abigail heard of the, the message or whatever the husband told uh, uh, the messengers, So now, one of the young men told Abigail, Nabah's wife, saying, Look, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our master, and he revealed them. Can you please proceed? <laughs> okay. But the men were very good to us, and we were not hurt. Nor did we miss anything as long as we accompanied them. And when we were in the field, they were a wall to us, both by night and day. All the time, we were with, the, with them keeping the sheep. Now, therefore, know and consider what you will do. For harm is determined against our master and against all his household. For is, he is such a scoundrel, a scoundrel that one cannot speak to. See? When this, then Abigail made haste. Some of the other books will say it. Abigail hurriedly, quickly. She didn't sit down. Do you know why? Because if Abigail has sat down like the way we are sitting down and watching things, if Abigail had kept quiet and waited a minute, David has already set off for the destruction of her home. We don't have time to spare. We do not have time to be uh, running around and thinking, oh, let me go and speak to my husband. She didn't do that. Too. There was no time. She knew who David was and how powerful she is. If she had wasted time, she would have lost her household, her children. She said, Master, my husband... Fully, he, he said, he is a fool because of his name. Because of his name, fully is with him. So don't even consider him. Just accept what I have brought. A woman of God. She thought of her home. She said, if I do not speak now and wait for my husband to fool around before he comes to his senses, I may not meet my children tomorrow. And the Bible says, when she was going, she met David on the way. She met David. Distraction was coming to her home. Had it not been her timely intervention. May God open our eyes to know what time we are in. We are not in good times. I will tell you, we are not in good times. Women of God, let's arise. Let's arise. What the decisions are we making in our children's spiritual life? See, when you go to Exodus 2 verse 1 onwards, it says that, and Moses' mother could not hide him anymore. He's hidden, she's hidden him for more than three months. The baby is becoming big. He's crying so loud. 
Who can hide a baby who can cry in the night? No. The only option is to find a way. She had no choice. Initially she did because she could hide him. But when he grew bigger, his voice became louder. And people could know that he, that is a baby that needs to be killed. So he got up and took a decision. And the funny thing is, when she got up, the husband supported. See, women, that is the power we have when it comes to our children. If we don't stand up, this man, they will go to work. Oh. They will leave you and go to work. All the hassle, now you go do one for house. So it is our observance. We know, we notice the changes. We know when the devil is trying to find ways with our children. Then we rise up. Then we pull the men along. May God empower us to rise up. I pray that we will be more aware of God's timing. God's kingdom clock for our lives and the lives of our children. The book of Genesis 16 makes us understand that when Hagar felt that she was not being treated fairly, now things have changed. I am pregnant. I am being a bit disrespectful to my madam. Madam also started treating her a little bit. She said, no, I can't stay here. She rose up. She rose up. She decided to run away. See, she rose up and decided to take Abraham's son, a child, away. But the Bible said when she was going, God met her there and revealed the destiny of her child, unborn child to her. May we know the destinies of our children. If we do not stand up, we will not know. That is the problem. If you keep quiet, help will come from somewhere. If we sit here and we say, hey, of late morning, this church building project, <laughs> media is when I have is what I give you. You will be here and people will be donating from other places. People will hear of it and will say, I just want to give 500,000 for the work of God. I just want to give 200,000. It has happened before. It is happening. But if you do not rise up, you won't feel it. May God empower us. May God empower us. Say, Matthew 1.12, let us know that. Matthew 1.12, please. Oh, sorry, Matthew eleven twelve. Sorry, sorry, Matthew eleven twelve. So just Matthew eleven twelve. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, that means it hasn't changed. Though it is becoming worse. It is becoming worse. The kingdom of God has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Are we taking it by force? Are we? Oh, I'm asking. Are we taking it by force? Friday prayer meeting, no. Tuesday Bible study, no. Are we taking it by force? 
Ladies meeting. I have work. I have work every time. Every time. I, I know we have to work. But the strength, God is our, our strength is derived from God. We can do very little with our might. If God does not give it to us, we can't do it. See, the fact that we find ourselves in the house of the Lord, it is the principles of God that helps us. When you go outside, they will tell you, it is coincidence. It is, what, what do they use? There's another word they use. It's chance. For us, it is the will of God. It is no coincidence. If God does not allow us, it will not happen. If you tell me you have to go to work, and you sleep and you don't wake up, can you go to work? So know that it is God. It is not you. Rise up. Women of God, rise up. Men of God, rise up. We don't have time to spare. We don't have time to spare. Now, the rules have changed. Things are not as normal as it used to be. So if we don't rise up, we lose out. We need to break the rules of man-made systems, break the rules of the flesh by fasting and praying and become spiritual in our ways. Become spiritual in our ways. Let God lead us. Let's rise up. Arise, O child of God, and go out and be who God says you are. I pray that we all let go of our self-preservation and realize that our only choice, like Esther having no choice, is to move forward. Our only choice is to stand up, fast, pray, have time for God, partake in the meetings of the church. Whatever the church is doing, get involved. Get involved. You see, when, when you do not get involved, you think it's too difficult. But when you get involved, you can create things the way it has to be. God will give you that strength to create things the way it has to be. May God empower us. Shall we rise on our feet? I'll just say yes. You lead the way. I know it is not in your thing. <laughs> I'm not afraid of what it means for me to say. say this life you gain is not my own. I'm trusting you to hear my yes. Generously. And donate to us of worship. Shall we pray? Father, in the, Father, name in of the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus we commit. Because if we don't, Haman is plotting. Haman is conniving. Haman is scheming. I pray in the name of Jesus that give us the eyes that see. 
Give us ears that hear, O oh God. Give us a heart that perceive and know. I pray in the name of Jesus that give us the spirit of discernment to discern, to know the times and the seasons that we find ourselves in. May we not be found wanting, O oh God. May our children, O God, not be found wanting. May we not rise up one day to find what happened, O God. But Father, O God, may we walk in step with the Holy Spirit, O God. Holy Spirit, walk in step with us, O God, at every step of the way that we will know what to do. Like men of Issachar, may we know the times and the season. May we know what to do, O God. Give us the grace, O God, to know what to do, even in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, O God. The father as mothers and as fathers, as aunties and as uncles, as nephews and nieces and cousins, oh God, and grandmothers that has gathered here, oh God. We have gathered in your presence. Empower us, oh God. Give us the grace. Give us the grace. As we walk out of here, oh God, may we know what to do out there, oh God. May we not give the devil the chance to have a field day in our family. I pray in the name of Jesus, empower us, oh God, to arise, oh God. As the men and the women that you've caused us to be, oh God, we thank you in Jesus' name. And every saint here, you want to shout amen. Amen. You want to celebrate the Lord in the house and take the prayer. We want to thank the woman of God, the ladies' chair, Millicent, for this word that is seasoned. Shall we be seated?